I am going to explain how this is going to work. Um, uh-uh. Would you like to explain how this is going to work? Yeah, Doug. Okay, Evan, why are we in the situation that we're in? Because uh, Evan's playing his mic well. Yeah, I'm playing mic well. I got cool glowy red lights. So, um, I have to do a recap because we lost all of the all of the audio from last week's session, and that's. I wonder who did that. That's a real asshole. There was a mechanical failure. Uh huh. Um, it happens, and so we just have to like, I have to bring everybody up to speed, and a couple things got moved backwards. Not everything though. For the for the sake of establishing everything, um, this isn't for the recording uh, specifically. Um, we're gonna keep. The car chase scene that happened with Alex's character. Basically, um, we're going to treat it as though everything that happened in the car rides to, to go to the manor, that happened. Other than that, though, um, I will say maybe uh, because everybody did get up to like full health, maybe a little bit of like you got to talk to Eric for maybe a minute or so. We're going to keep that because that's fine. Everything else... All of the other NPCs except for Joanne are asleep. Um, so every, every conversation that we had in that last session did not happen. Instead, uh, what's going to move forward is you guys are going to go forward with finding Rebecca. And uh, we're also going to keep uh, Kenny. <laughs> no real NPC conversations. Joanne and Nat are still going to go talk to Carla. Uh, but it's going to be just Joanne and Nat. Maybe, you know, maybe Duncan met Nat. That can still stay. What? Where's Cooper? There's no Cooper. Cooper died. I unexisted him. Wait, Sorry. Wait, hunted me. <laughs> so you couldn't even remember his proper name. I mean, I could. You remember his last name? Is he... That's, that's, you that was his buddy. first name. That's his first name. I think I, I think I have his name on my character sheet. You probably do, unless it's unless every NPC that Nat remembers exactly. is named then Gary. Why do I remember it if you can't? No. But she was right about Gary. I was right about Gary. I would have been right about the smoke prick inside the bitch house too, but I actually was one off. Yeah. Hey, give me credit. I got the second one right. So, is everybody in the same car when they go down to the lake? Are we going to? explain why Kenny is with the rest of the group or okay so Kenny's just in the car with the rest of the group yeah so now uh and we got Luke and Doug actually I was gonna say I thought we were uh taking two separate cars because are we uh, that's what I was asking what the setup is uh, Kenny, Willie, and Alex. I was going to say, Kenny, Willie, and Alex were all in the car okay. together. So for Kenny, safety, Kenny, for Kenny, Willie, and Alex, and then the three cousins uh, are I, taking their own cars. I feel as safe as I've You ever guys been. are, it's all It's all just PCs. Nobody took any NPCs with them. Who's driving? Group group cousins. I'm driving the cousins. Okay, all right. Willard, Willard and Maher drive contest. This you just won. makes it easier to decide who's first. What's your plus to cool? Nothing. I got a seven total. I got a five total. All right. I should have tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, what, what fucks me up is because there are no NPCs in either of you guys' cars, any actions you have have no inherent impulse control unless you guys control each other. All right, what do I see when I get okay. there first? Okay, so um, it, it's not going to be too long before the other guys arrive, but uh, you're first to see... Uh, roll me a 
plus sharp for um, investigative mystery. Do I have to do this? Huh? Because they arrived as well. Yeah, who wants to? Yeah. Duncan. Duncan, fit on that shit, boy. That's only an eight. I could have rolled to help out. I don't think that would have helped out. Unless you get a plus two. I think I gave a plus two. I don't think I have it. You could try helping out. Makes me feel better. Eleven, so. Noise. Okay. So, um... You can ask one of the questions if you want to. I, I might be able to give you a little bit extra details because you guys you guys did arrive first. I was going to give the party that arrived first uh, a little bit more leeway. Ha ha! Ha ha! It's us! I'm sorry. I'm, in the I'm sorry. Today. Audio, audio only. That's going to sound so strange because it'd be like, all right, I help out. Eleven. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm in a silly mood today. I know you're in I'm a silly mood. You're, you're, it's okay. It's terrible. At least we have good energy. One of the questions literally is, where did it go? Oh, okay, fair. So, <laughs> you guys roll up to, it's actually kind of hard to get to because it's, uh, it, the road turns into brush pretty quickly. Um, and you get to what looks like a small clearing within some trees, just enough to push your car through. And hopefully, as long as no one parks behind you, uh, enough to back out of. Um, it shows up to uh, another type of van. This one is more beaten up, unmarked. Probably the van you're looking for. Um, you can tell, just as you guys rustle up, um, that there is some movement coming from a small, disturbed pile of what look like freshly laid leaves um, about 10 feet away from the van. Uh, but it's it's only slight, and Duncan, you see it as it comes up, uh, and then it settles back down. What do we do? Well, let's get up in there. I suppose so, yes. We should be careful. <clears throat> okay. How far do you pull the car in? Not very far. Not very far? I'm going to start over the road. Okay. Okay, all right. So you're going to uh, park it closer to the entrance. Yeah. It'll, it'll give you a chance to, like, maybe maneuver away if you need to back up. Uh, well, if I need to get out of here, I'll just hard reverse it. Do you want them to take reverse slide things? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Willard, Kenny, and Alex, uh, you guys show up not long after. Where do you park? Oh, shit. The feds are here. I'm off of uh, Doug's car. Okay. All right. So you park right up against the backside of it? Yeah. Okay. What cool. the fuck? <laughs> Thank you. Kiss the bumper. You guys, yes. you, you guys got... Group cousins got there long enough to notice, like, an important key detail. But uh, when you guys get out of the car and go to move towards it, car parks behind uh, you guys' car, and it's uh, Willard and Kenny and Alex. Well, it's it's Willard and Alex and a guy that you just got introduced to, his, whose name is Kenny, who looks kind of sus. And he wears a hat all the time. He wears a hat all the time. What kind of hat is Kenny wearing right now? Uh, he's wearing a bowler hat right now. Okay, all right. He's... Look. Definitely sucks. Wearing a bowler hat and a suit, actually. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Okay. I'm so used to fucking like way more grungy aesthetic, Kenny. But if that's what yeah. if that's what we're doing, that's what we're doing. We're gonna put we're gonna put Willard in armor. Uh uh. Suit only. Suit only. Okay. A suit of armor. You fucking idiot. So. Uh, what would everyone like to do? Because the cousins are already getting out of the car and walking towards something, um, and you guys just arrived behind them. Maybe Dustin get out and follow. Okay. Might right. well. You know what? I'll 
summoning in that situation. Go for it. It's an 11. Okay. All right. Go ahead and ask the questions. Hoping I prepared enough. I think I did. Are there any dangers they haven't noticed? From the intel that you were given that was passed along from, you know, Duncan having a vision of someone, you know, desperately trying to drive alongside a map to the um, the police tip-off of there was, in fact, a suspicious vehicle near or around Hawk Lake. Um, plus the fact that you can't actually, like, see Hawk Lake very well from here, because this is quite a distance uh, of a ways out, because um, it's just forest. I'd say that your senses are probably on high enough alert to notice, uh, how do I want to explain this? Y you know when you step on brush and you can kind of feel like the solidness of the earth underneath your feet? Every once in a while, and you can feel this definitely when you move in certain directions, <coughs> it feels hollow. Like there's divots in the ground that like, yeah, you can walk over it, but something doesn't feel quite solid. Last time I did that, I nearly got my foot taken off by a trap. Well, shit, I got two more questions. Yep. I don't know what else to ask. You could start asking, like, specific stuff if you wanted to. Because the read a bad situation questions aren't uh, all-encompassing. I wonder if there's extra read a bad situation questions that I could find. Oh, that's right. I gotta pay Cody. Mm -hmm. $27. I'm just gonna. Why the fuck is this guy now twenty more minutes away? I'm just. I'm just gonna put it. Put the reason in here for cannoli. So it looks like I paid twenty seven dollars for cannoli. Reasonable. Anyway, what's my best way in? If you follow the hollowness, although it takes a little bit of stomping around and stepping around, you you hit uh, what feels like actual wood slats underneath your feet. And Duncan, you notice as well that Maher is starting to move towards uh, where you saw movement. Uh, as you guys were arriving. What's your third question? What's the best way out? If I oh. have to escape. Best way out? That's a great question. Okay, I'm trying to remember what the layout of this thing fucking looked like. Because it was... Picture a map. Hmm? Picture a map. Honestly? So I'm trying to figure out what Maher would know. Because we really don't have a lot of intel about specifically this location. Because this was a location that was visited by the... Uh, the previous group of hunters. Best way in and best way out are probably going to be the same thing, but um, it, it would be reasonable enough to assume that your best way in and your best way out are going to determine, uh, are going to be determined by exactly how far in you get. If the suspicious vehicle and the suspicious person are connected to Hawk Lake and Hawk Lake is far, at least in terms of what you can see, then it's possible that if you aren't careful, the farther you get to your actual destination, if you have to go in here, the harder it is going to be and the more dangerous it is going to be to inevitably get out. Well, I'll ask that if I act on that information. I get a plus one, so... There you go. Well, that, hopefully that's helpful enough. Wooden slats! Yep. Come fuck with these. I think it's time to try to find a way in. Okay. Um, would group two like to uh, do anything? Hmm. Are we already in or no? Not yet. I found something. The car's here. They're inside. Come on, Willie. Let's go. Cruising right down Main Street. Cruising right down Main Street. Come on, Willie. <laughs> you. Sugar Daddy number two. He's got gold. I know Kenny's got gold. He's got it in a chest somewhere in Wales. No. -uh. <laughs> Come on, Willie and Kenny. Let's go. All right. So, uh, whoever investigates those wooden slats, because it seems like that's a point of interest, is going to notice pretty quickly that it's locked. What are wooden slats? Hmm? What are 
What are wooden slats? They're slats made of wood. Specific- What's a slat? It's like a thin piece. Like of a board. Yeah. Thank you. Like a set of boards. Y- y- if you place pressure on it, you can hit some, but it doesn't creak and it doesn't really crack and it's got like a sort of very reinforced for what essentially looks like sheets of like you're gonna get the fucking scooby-doo thing where you're gonna touch it you're gonna go through the wall well it essentially looks like sheets of um cut plywood that are just kind of layered over top of each other definitely should not be holding up even the weight of one person describe the lock the lock uh who is looking at it i'm gonna say duncan duncan's looking at it um, the lock encompasses the whole set of wooden slats. Um, there's a lock that's meant to be seen by people that aren't magical in nature. That's just kind of a basic, like, loop and bolt um, that's mostly rusted iron. Uh, and then the rest of it appears to be kind of, like, glued to the ground with this purplish gooey kind of magic it doesn't float or give off like a dust the way uh, most magic does it just kind of sticks there Light like somebody bulb. threw a bunch of glowing jelly on the ground so what's it looking like magic fuckery yep it i'm gonna go search the van while you deal with that oh okay the okay magic is weird in this case uh one of the things that i was gonna mention before before i pause the recording um is uh, just to kind of highlight that every time, like, something near this weird scientist place and the, you know, the things at Yale, magic has not been following the regular aesthetic rules of magic. Uh, the glitch magic was bad. This is magic that's operating kind of like the way of gelatin would when magic is almost always supposed to be some form of liquid or gas. I believe in you. Put my hand on your shoulder and then walk to the van to see if the keys are still in there. Okay, all right. Um, then that's what they're doing. Alex, Willard, and Kenny, um, what would you guys like to do? I'm ready I'm gonna to... set, I, I'm gonna have nothing but unedited clips. I haven't been editing. I have, I have my, uh, my... blow somebody up ability ready. Okay. Well, actually, this might be kind of fun. I um, have intentional prolapse at the ready. Roll me a, fl- roll me a flat roll. This is for Alex. Failure. Six. Wait, is it odds or evens? Oh, evens. Okay. All right. You, it sounds like you are prepping, um, it sounds like you're prepping combat magic. Would you like some help with that? Yes. There's a voice around your head. Yes. It's tiny. It, 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 it tingles like a little bell. Well, you could always do it some help for prep. There's a mosquito-sized person that is flying around your head. Oh. It's bright green. What the? Hi. Hi. Did you see this? That's fair. Can everyone roll me plus weird? With the exception of Duncan. I need to make sure I wasn't drugged. You you can choose to fail. I choose to fail. You don't see it. I got a 10. Can I just choose to ignore it? Yeah, you can choose to fail. Luke has a 10. (laughs) Would you like to see it? Yeah. Okay. No! Only, only, only Luke and Duncan see a uh, mosquito-sized, it looks like a tiny humanoid um, with uh, translucent, uh, lineless wings, like clouds where wings would be. Says, uh, uh, I heard about what happened with uh, the, um, the strange thing that was on four wheels that flew up into the sky, and um, I need me a piece of that action. Well, I don't know if we're doing anything like that just yet. Are you sure? Because it seems like that thing over there is, uh, it's kind of 
shut pretty tightly. Oh, you want to open it? I probably could. I, I mean, you'd have to use my power. Oh, no problem. Okay. Are you... Wait, hang on. Who are you? I, you know what? I don't have a name. Do you want to give me one? Don't do it. It is, you know, only fitting. <laughs> to anyone else that has chosen to fail, uh, Alex is talking to something and like not receiving a response back, and then continuing Kenny's, the one-sided conversation, I, I looking up and looking up into the sky. Say, yeah. Imagine he's just watching this conversation play out, just thinking to himself, "I'll, I'll deal with this later." That's <laughs> um, the worst that could happen. Okay. Ignore me. I'm stuck in the van. I fell in the globe. Can you poop down here so we can hear uh, it? We'll get to we'll get to you investigating the van in a second. If you could, if you could real fast roll me a plus sharp so I can figure out what your investigative mystery is going to look like, just in general. Investigating You're investigating the van. The van. I never more Jesus Christ. But I, that's that was yeah. Like okay. Fair. <laughs> I really want to call him Jeeves for some reason. I kid you not. Uh, I'm trying to think of like a, either like an actual name or. This is gonna be fucking Chester. hilarious in a second. By the Zelensky. Name him Bleepus. Bleepus. Okay. While Alex is staring off in the distance, um. Just staring off. He's he's kind of like. Yeah. Hmm. Would you um would you two uh Wolf and Duncan like to uh attempt to uh unlock this door yes okay all right roll me uh plus weird well you did it and then i would like to know which one of you does this that's why seven and luke okay so on a seven you can get the magic off of the door but it's doubled in size and at, like it kind of like taking a blowtorch to a bunch of goop it just spreads out in a little like drawn circle around the, the slats itself and it gets around near your feet and it is very 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 sticky you can tell because it like pulls leaves with it um but it it is essentially made a uh, a sticky magic moat around the the door though technically the magic is off it's uh not pleasant. Not pleasant, and now a little hard to get to in the first place. Is it flammable? That's a great question. Probably not. It is unfortunately sticky magic, not sticky stick. His baby dick. I'm gonna call him Liptus. You're gonna call him what? Liptus. Liptus? Yeah. All set. So now I can't call him Liptus. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, my brain. It's too goofy. <laughs> What? What's going on with Willard and Kenny? What's happening? Can I just call him Uke? Sure. No. How do you spell that? U-U-K. Huh? Uke. Y-U-K? No, okay. Why? Actually, I was thinking E-U-K. E-U-K, okay. Uke. Um, so, uh, while you're thinking of a name for, uh, Uke, um... It just kind of floats around your head a little bit. It notices, um... Those two? It, it notices those two, and it notices Luke... Um, like, kind of point his hand towards that magic and do a couple s- somatic, like, gestures. Uh, and it watches, like, something and says, uh, oh, well, that kind of worked, but it it looks like he's kind of accidentally created a barrier of that, uh, sticky weird magic stuff. I'm gonna call you a uke, by the way. Oh, okay, cool. 
you can use me to get rid of that sticky goop magic if you wanted to. I very much would like to do that. Okay, cool. Um, so there, this works a very specific way. Uh, open out your hand. It's gonna, uh, no, no, he says, uh, uh, palm upward toward the sky if you could. Oh. He's going to stand in it. He's going to say, okay, when you're ready, all you have to do is uh, crush me. What, wait, what? It'll be okay. I'll be fine. Uh, you're sure? Yeah, this is what I want. That's not meaning you're going to be fine. Yeah, I'll be fine. This is what I want. You'll still live, right? Well, so, like, we don't live the same way humans live, so... You could really be gone forever if I crush you. I don't think so. Well... I've lived my entire life waiting for something like this. And to find out that you're here, in the human realm? This is incredible. But yeah, when you're ready, you can just kind of... He makes the motion with his hands with a very, like, grasp into a fist. And then I can get rid of that bad magic stuff. Okay. Wait, hang on. You keep saying stuff like that, by the way. What do you know? Stuff like what? Stuff like you were waiting for this, I should name you, stuff like that. I'm a little confused. Well, I have been waiting my entire life to be of service to someone of great importance. And you happen to be that someone of great importance. The idea that I could be used for something like this, and to be named by that same person as well, I feel like I've really completed my entire, uh, my entire existence in this runaround. So, uh, if you want to, you can just kind of, um, if you, you just crush me kind of fast, and then, um, the magic should be able to be, uh, at least opened, so the rest of your friends can get in. I think it's just a regular lock past that, though. That's not anything any, uh, any fae would make. That's just something, you know. Some dumb humans put some iron together and said, Who we're gonna lock this door. I mean, it's what made of wood, you know? Wait, did they make the first lock? I don't know. I wasn't around here for that. I'm only three weeks old. Oh. Friends are probably gonna get kind of weirded out. The ones that see me as a mosquito. I don't even know if they can see me from this distance. Duncan gets closer. Duncan, Duncan can see it. Luke can see it. Um, anybody else that isn't close enough to Alex... Like, might be able to parse it out, but he's talking to a mosquito in his hand. Can I hear you? I don't know. Hmm. So, can you, like, see the future or something? Why Why great importance, exactly? Uh, you ever wake up and you feel really hungry? I've heard that can happen. Yes. Well, I woke up one day uh, knowing that I would be fulfilling a great purpose. And you came here, and I saw you, and I went, oh, yes, of course. Kind of like how people look at food, but I guess in the opposite way. I've always been destined to be uh, consumable. <laughs> oh, you eat him? No. <laughs> 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 um, 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 um. All right. Um. Thank you. No, thank you. So whenever you're ready, you can crush me, and then you guys can continue on with whatever you were doing. You seem similar to the other things. Um. They didn't need me to crush them. Why do you need me to crush you? He, he just kind of like shrugs his shoulders. He says, that's how office politics works. You only got the short end of the stick, didn't you? No kidding. Yes. You should see the ones that could turn into like deers and shit. Well, um, thank you. Uh, tiny high five. Tiny high five. He <laughs> pats, pats the palm of your hand. Feels like almost nothing. And, um, 
Thanks. Yeah. I love you. I love you too. Now crush me. <laughs> okay, you crush him. Um, so, <laughs> you try not to think about the fact that you can feel something in your hand. But, but it doesn't sound like anything. It's mostly just texture. Uh, you can feel that, like, that warm kind of goopiness for a second. And then it just, this dust seeps out of the sides of your hands and floats out into the air in between, like, the, the clenched, like, parts of your fingers and knuckles. Uh, and it goes over and it hovers around the goop. And you can see that it, like, whoever's closest to it can see it pretty well, so probably Luke or Duncan. Um, it doesn't get rid of it, but it does push it out to where there's a large, like, opened berth. To where um, you guys can walk towards the door without getting stuck in the sticky stuff. And it just kind of hovers over it. And then you open your hand, and your hand is empty. Just kind of stares at it. <laughs> it smells kind of like apples, a little bit. What kind of apple? Like a green apple. What kind of messed up existence was that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um... Regular human lock. I got this. Okay. Who says that? <laughs> There's one solution to this. I'm pretty sure we all know how it's gonna. Pretty go. sure we all know how this is gonna go. <laughs> just go, just go, just roll past it like it's an intrusive thought. Cody's already scuffed my roll. I can feel. Stay it. in the moment. Stay in the moment. Oh uh, no, we're good. You better say that's twelve. Okay. I approved your roll. So um. Uh-uh. Uh, I assume you just kind of like, because I mentioned it was like a bolt and loop. You kind of just take the bolt and just like rip it up towards yourself. Uh, and it splinters off of what is now just slats of plywood. Uh, and the uh, the slats fall inward into what looks like a tunnel of dirt that goes down about 12 feet and then north. Where all of you guys came in from the south of this hole. Well, uh, and it looks like there might be something at the bottom. I, I got this. After two minutes of staying at his hand, he goes over to Willie as he's going, like, essentially, like, mild jogging towards him. Yeah. Willie, am I important? <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you mean by that? A small, tiny person, who I think was a pixie, ended up asking... Tell Why are you playing with pixies? <laughs> this is the third pixie. It's dead now. Um, he said I was important. And that he lived his life just for me to give him a name and crush him. <laughs> Am I really that important? We'll discuss this later. Now's not the time. But he helped. I, not the time. We'll discuss it later. Then just, the willy's just gonna jump in the hole. You're just gonna jump in the hole. If a second one appears, I want to talk about it now. No. It's one die. Okay. <laughs> willy moves out of the way so Alex breaks his fucking neck. So, uh... <laughs> been two years since the end of the last campaign it's not 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 um back to the future but like 2012 yeah, I, okay, think so. So 2014. I think 2014 two years two years is a pretty long time um I hope she's still whoever ju- whoever jumps down it wasn't me first, first it was willie can you make me oh i wish there was a fucking dexterity or saving throw in this it fucking game it was willie because they want to answer my question <laughs> i thought it would be after my impression hmm What's that? 
Act under pressure. Act under pressure Act is the best under one. Pressure. Yeah. Um, oh, that's plus. It's plus, plus cool. cool. Just to make a good landing, because uh, there's stuff at the bottom. Actually, there's a good deal of stuff at the bottom, because whatever's on the ground um, makes Nine. the ground look okay. All right. So hitting when you were looking in the hole, it may have, depending on how much light was getting in, which was probably not a lot, looked like it was filled with water. Um, just from the fact that there were shiny bits in there that were moving. Um, so you get down there and you do that jump. How, do, how does Willard land? I would say he lands on his feet. Okay. You're going to move up your knees. Land on your feet. Um, there's a bit of a crunch under your foot. And then the water that you thought was water around you doesn't soak your feet. And it all starts to sh- chitter and shake and, um, what's the term for it? Trill. And you realize, uh, as Alex is coming down, that this is not water. These are bugs. There's they're small, um, ish. They're about the size of uh, okay, I can't even say small ish because we're referring to bugs. They're about the size of the inside of a palm. So um, uh, Will's gonna take out his handkerchief from yeah. his breast pocket. He's gonna light it on fire and drop it, like just drop it on the ground real quick to kind of oh, scare him a bit. That's a fair idea. Um, roll me plus sharp with advantage. That's a ten total. Okay, so it, you drop it on the ground and it makes it, it... It hits some of them, which causes them to freak out, which causes kind of like a, a ripple of, um, like, pained, like, noises to go out. And that, actually, that trill goes down that hole for a while. Um, but then in the aftermath of that handkerchief burning, you can see that they've made about a two foot diameter circle around it. Uh, and the ground itself is just kind of like packed down earth. Uh, Duncan and Wolf, you get to see all of this before heading down. Duncan, bugs are magical. This is actually kind of a, uh, it's a little funny. It's a magic you've seen before, but it, it, in a kind of a way of like the way local fauna can be noticed uh this looks like it's not not that it's native to the species but that you may have encountered something like this before maybe in another form it's got a it's got a magic um that is not entirely unfamiliar to you it also doesn't look anything like that sticky magic it functions more naturally that's good it's just time to go down and yep. light a path you have, do you have, like, the ability to just kind of hold on to fire, or are we going to have to do a use magic roll? Because I'll give you one use magic roll for a consistent lighting of fire for, I'd say, the, the rest of the session. Especially if you're not going to use it to harm anyone. Can Duncan put it on his sword? Yeah. Set your sword on fire? Nine. On a nine, you can set your sword on fire... Like success is still a success. Pick a glitch from the from the use magic categories. You can choose it. Oh, Alex, you also get a um a call on your cell phone. What kind of phone do you have? Nokia. No. It's the only thing that can survive his wrath. Fourteen, right? Yep. Probably, probably would have an iPhone at that point. Okay. All right. He's cool. Got, like, he's got one of those auto boxes or something. Oh yeah, fair. I mean, hey, it, it if it works, it works. Um, so you get a call on your cell phone from Alicia. Uh, it's actually it looks like it's a FaceTime call. Oh, good reception. Yeah, Except. no kidding. 
Uh, the screen comes on, and you can see uh, kind of Alicia's face and a little bit of the main base. Um, uh, a, li a little bit of stuff in the distance. You don't know quite what room she's in, although it looks like it may be the, um, the main floor with all of the laboratory stuff. And she says, hey, hey, how's it going? Hey, beautiful. It's going hey. good. It's going well. Aw. Uh, how did everything go at Yale? Is everyone okay? Yeah, yeah. A little bit of a snag, but I think we, I think we did okay. Oh, good job. Um, okay, then I guess that wraps everything up, or are you guys still... We're uh, not in Yale, Yale anymore. Okay. We're not in that state anymore. Okay. We're in Venago, Pennsylvania, I think. Um, Shadow Beast found, found another random girl, a guy who was supposed to be dead, and he's not dead. Oh, hey, well, that's that's a net positive. And I have been repeatedly helped by Pixies. And is everybody in the group okay? How's um, how's uh, how's the twins? How's Malher? Alive, all of them. Good, 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 good. Uh, everyone's alive. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I heard there was a snag with some werewolves, and I've uh, and she just kind of coughs a little bit. She says, uh, I've kind of noticed uh, exactly uh, how powerful they can get under the the full moon. Meh. I get them back. Hey, Alex, can you roll a plus chart for me? Double six. Double sixes. So thirteen. You hear, and it's not just—it's not just interference, because you actually do have a pretty decent signal out here. You hear what kind of sounds like metal bins being knocked over, and a bit of a large snarl that gets cut kind of short. Um, and she just kind of like tries to talk over it, and she just. She's just like, yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of worried about everybody, but we've, uh, we've just been trying to hold, hold things down. Uh, what do you mean? So she says, uh, she says, um, so the full moon happened last night, and apparently full moons cause most traditional werewolves to get a little crazy. Yeah. Um, sense. even those that can kind of hold themselves in really well. But, um, so... She, uh, she points her phone, like, the, the front face phone, towards the back, and you can see a couple things. First of all, main base is fucking trashed. Um, second, uh, there is a large, furry, what kind of looks like a wolf, on two legs that has been chained to the ground with a makeshift fence that's been put over top of it, with... Two things that you can notice. One of them being a robotic kind of skeleton that's just kind of like laid itself on top of the cage to try and keep it down. And then a person in a lab coat that's most likely Dr. Robinson um, trying to pick herself up off the floor and put her head back into place. It's not off of her body. It's just kind of like snapped her neck backwards. Do you need me to come back? No, 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 it, 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 it's okay. Um, Dr. Robinson had this really large um, vial that she was going to just kind of put in him so we're just kind of waiting on that and you hear that like howl again a little bit um you could see dr robinson has leaned in towards the cage and has something that she's pressing into um the giant whatever that is rumble it rumbles a little bit it shakes the bars of the cage and then it just kind of like it, it starts to dole over and snooze and just lay stay idle it stays standing up but it kind of leans against the cage bars uh as dr robinson leans back out of the cage and throws a uh, th throws a thumbs up towards where Alicia's at. So she, you know, moves the, the phone back over. She says, everybody's okay. Nobody's hurt. There's a lot of things that are broken, though. And um, 
we're um we're not sure where everyone on main base is. Rhonda kind of disappeared, and Mia went to go look for her. I haven't been able to find Johannes, and we're also she says like uh, without without Mia and Rhonda, we we don't know how to keep the base hidden. So we're just trying to just trying to mainly find those three. Uh, yeah, that's why I wanted to check in. Did everyone make it through the whole werewolf uh, escapades all right? Yeah, no, we were dealing we were dealing with that guy I said who was dead, but not dead. Yeah. He's married to some sort of wolf. Okay, and so she was the one that was on main campus? No, this was actually unrelated. Okay. He was on main campus because they were... Oh, yeah, I think they were trying to some sort of some sort of monster or something. Hmm. Kind of... Kind of stuff losing myself right at the end there. Oh, um, you are you are also known as a fate hunter, right? Yes. So you know a lot. Um, for the most part, yeah. What kind of people do pixies think are important? Um, most upper echelons of the fae. It depends on how important. Uh, a lot of them are kind of assholes to other fae, even though they're small. One just willingly died in my hand, saying for me to crush them. Okay, I mean, uh, I guess they could be like that. Um, they said that I should name them, and then I crushed it. Huh. And it said that after being alive for three weeks, this was its peak, and it would not go anywhere else. Wait, what did you name it? Oh, I named it, I, I think I named it Uke. Uke, yeah. Uke. Okay, well, um, I will, uh... We'll definitely ask around. That's probably a, a Rhonda kind of question. That would um, be pixie number three I met. Pixie number three. In about a day or two. Most people only see pixies like never or uh, once in well, their human lifespan. They've all helped me so far. That's more pixies than I've ever seen. Try harder. <laughs> okay. Not now, but try so, later. um, real fast, Alex, did you jump in the hole? He did. Okay, so you're in the hole. So literally, he's having this conversation okay. in the hole. Okay, so, so you're you're with you're within you're within earshot of when Maher wakes up. Um, I'm just gonna have one hold against you, Maher, for something I can use later. I'm gonna say you tried to get into the van to look for something. You found something, uh, and then you blacked out for a second, and you're back up. Not like you blacked out, but like you don't remember what you saw. Well, what the fuck? Yeah, it's okay. Sometimes you run into things that, like logically, narratively, you're not supposed to see. So we just skip over that. You don't know what you saw, but you didn't find anything in the van that was useful. The keys aren't in it. Keys aren't in it. That's what you were looking for. Don't know why you've been staring in the van for like three minutes straight, but... Well, if the keys weren't in it, that was fun. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, you, hear, uh, you hear Alex uh, talking on the phone. Uh, you could hear kind of like the small tinny voice from an iPhone, I don't know, 8. Uh, I don't remember what iPhone version. Whatever was don't, that time. Doesn't matter, yeah. But you can hear the, that kind yeah. of tinny voice that's definitely the higher cadence of Alicia. And they're in the hole. Did, did Duncan and Luke go down yet? No, Duncan ignited the sword, though. Duncan, Duncan's got a sword that's on fire. He also burnt himself a little bit. Yes, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're, um, you, you lit the sword on fire... Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say that uh, it, it functions like normal fire, so you have to be careful that you don't light anybody else on fire. You're also gonna have to. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say you're also gonna have to hold it like that because you're not gonna be able to sheath it. This isn't like a, a fun little cold fire. You gotta um, it's warm. I um, imagine it has something to at least not make the handle unbearable. It doesn't go to the hilt. It just it yeah. So the guard kind of protects your hand. Spaghetti. Um. But yeah, uh, that's what uh, Maher sees upon coming back. Uh, no keys in the van. Let's get in that hole. 
There's bugs down there. Okay. Oh. I, like, they cover the floor with the exception of where anywhere uh, the fire gets too close to. Oh, that's these yeah, it's them. Well, They're only palm size this time now. They're not the size of small cats. Oh, yeah, by the way, if you can see the mouse, according to me, he's currently like, showing Alicia the bugs. Oh, gross. Cool. Yeah, I don't know exactly where this hole leads or what these bugs are, but it's probably not good. You got any... Hey, if you run into any, like, cages or anything like that, or they don't seem that, like, aggressive, can you bring one back? I'd have tried. Oh, thank you. When you when you bring them up to your face to like look at them any closer, you can see that their backs, um, although in the darkness they do seem kind of um, like just your regular beetle shell black. Um, they're actually closer to like a dark forest green, um, and the undersides of them are a bit of a brighter lime green. But most of them keep their shells up, so uh, unless you're like really pushing them aside and looking in there. Um, you're not going to see most of their undersides. Yeah, it's bright green. Because I, like, picked one up and just kind of went... It's a little, um, little bug limbs just kind of, uh, splay out and move around. From Duncan's perspective, they look like they might be radioactive. Uh, I wouldn't recommend touching them. Too late. I'm already doing it. I'm already holding the one. Well, if you have... He looks like he rubbed his hands on plutonium. If you have radiation poisoning, uh, that might be something we need to address later. Yeah, I'm healthy. <laughs> it's fine. The bugs might make you not healthy. Or maybe I'll be less virile. Okay. Uh, you guys make your way down. Um... I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Ma- I think Maher's coming. Okay. Let him know I said hi. Tell him about that everything's okay at main base. Okay. Okay. All right. I should, you hang up the phone. Maher, it's a 12-foot drop. <laughs> Come on down! Okay. <laughs> The harmless. <laughs> it's just constant chittering all over the fucking place. Why? There's no light except for the light from Duncan's sword and whatever Willard has. What about my plutonium hands? Uh, well, I mean, Duncan can see that. That's the whole thing is you're touching what looks to be magically radioactive. It's on his face now. No, he touched he his face. The harmless. Uh, I think the harmless. They're not doing anything. Let's see. I get on my butt and scooch down. Your okay. hands are glowing. When considering you, the fact I can see magic, I don't think that's a good sign. When you get down to the um, the dirt floor, uh, I would say that's probably right around when Alex uh, turns the phone off. Um, Alicia says, hi, they were essentially attacked by a giant wolf. The base is a wreck. Uh, two people are missing. <laughs> she told you to say it's okay. Technically, it's, three people are missing. <laughs> three people are missing, and it's all okay. It's okay. The wolf has been sedated, and they pretty much think they know where they're going. Who's on it? Uh, Robinson essentially put the wolf to sleep. There's some sort of robot there, and I think the robot's probably going to go find them. So Robinson's there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, it should be okay. Hopefully. Robinson's there. She was adjusting her head from oh. having it be cracked backwards. Oh, and uh, somehow, she, I don't think she dies if she's behe- beheaded. That seems to make a lot of sense. <laughs> oh, but Alicia's fine. That's good. Who's missing? Um, no... Who are you two? Uh, they're the easiest. Johannes and Rhonda. Johannes, Johannes, Rhonda, Moth Lady. Uh, Rhonda, who um, actually did leave after Johannes was found to have been disappeared. So presumably to go find him. And then Mia, who got worried after Rhonda didn't come back and went to go look for Rhonda. <laughs> Johannes disappeared. Rhonda went after Johannes. After Rhonda didn't come back, Mia went after her. Well... Uh, Elise is a fey hunter, so she's probably the best equipped to go find him. Elise doesn't even bite. <laughs> he kind of just puts, like, lets it go. Their mandibles aren't strong enough. Tuck my pants and my shoes. 
tuck my pants in my shoes. Well, there you go. Yeah. You're probably going to want to do that as soon as you get down there because they're going to, like, crawl all over your hands and stuff. Well, they're, uh, they're too big to really get into your shoes, but... I mean, you should, I mean, you should... My more of a sermon on pant leg. Yeah. It's like, I got this. I take off my shirt and start wiping my hands off. <laughs> Is it gone yet? Do you let those bugs crawl on you at all? Well, if he does that, he's not going to take the shirt off. Yeah. So... He's not going to take the shirt if off. If you stay is... close enough to Duncan, uh, I don't think either of you really have to worry too much about them be, being very exploratory. Well, Alex isn't really concerned about Just wipe your... Ha- I was going to say, don't take your shirt off, Alex. Yeah, I know you... I took the... Just wipe your hands on your shirt. No, have to come <laughs> off. <A> deep clean. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I want to wear a dirty shirt. <laughs> You're underground in a dirt tunnel surrounded by bugs. Your shirt is off. Not that it matters. <laughs> Nobody can really see anything. Thing, but it's the thought that counts. I need a torch. <laughs> you do need a and torch. And a miner's helmet. And a miner's helmet. Well, hey, you know what? I should um, do a miner's helmet and a pickaxe. Wait, if you have a, like an iPhone 8, don't you have a flashlight function? I do, but I'm not using that right now. It drains the battery. <laughs> <laughs> what, if he needs, what if he gets another phone call? I want, I want to accept. No, this is actually not. Who, what's the walking order? Uh, Duncan's probably first, considering okay, he has yeah, the he's light. Okay, yeah, he's got the light. All right. Um, it drains the battery fast. So it, it pretty quickly goes off into multiple different... It goes oh into my. multiple different directions. Two of them sound kind of mundane. Um, although um, the one in the middle does, although still mundane, does have more bug sounds. Uh, like more intense bug sounds. And the other mundane one is more echoey, so it may be more open. The third one, which is off to the left, is... Um, it sounds like it's got water in it. All right, well, those bugs sound mad, so I don't say we go down that one. I say we split up. Uh, we have one fire. I have I have an iPhone with a flashlight. It's not going to prevent the bugs from getting on you. I don't care about that. Okay. They're harmless to me. Well, let's wait until um Willard and <laughs> let's wait until Willard and Kenny make a decision as Kenny's well. Kenny's the important person to hear from. Oh, Kenny, that's right. <laughs> wait, no, wait, hold on a second. I thought Kenny was not there for all that shit. Kenny wasn't there. Oh, did he already die? It was time? Meat Man, wasn't it? No. When did Kenny die? Kenny died like... Kenny died in the fucking, uh, uh, the, the, the Magic the Gathering style back and forth. Yeah, so wasn't he at least there for Cause the when, Yeah, because the whole idea with the, um, the concept, the concept of that old boss battle was every, every bit of damage you did to that guy did seven times more damage back onto you. Oh, and he fucking, yeah, exploded him. Yeah, he exploded him because Kenny had a similar ability. So you guys exploded each other. So Kenny, you guys are back in the mines where you definitely remember dying. Hell yeah! Hopefully it'll happen again. <laughs> well, um, so Can't be killed that way. three pa- <laughs> Willard and Kenny, three passageways. Um, one which sounds like it has more bugs, one which sounds like it has less bugs, and one which sounds like it definitely has water in it. Um, if Kenny would like to roll a plus sharp, I will let him. Yeah, to see which way. He this is you're 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 essentially you're playing an NPC guide. Guide. I, I don't know what I was going to say. Uh, that's okay. Oh, you only used one luck point. That's yeah, right. I only used one luck point that entire, <coughs> entire first. You don't Doesn't even matter. Need it. Uh, that's an 11 before any pluses or anything. Uh, you definitely remember one of the last things that happened that you guys had to fucking book it out of was the place flooded. So that's probably going towards the lake. 
although the other ways would seem safer, this is this is most likely the one that would get you in quickest. This one's guaranteed. And the group was talking about splitting up, so now uh, Willard and Kenny get to uh, decide whether or not they think that's a good idea. They say the group. It was just me. <laughs> Maher just wants to go off alone. Uh-huh. You're radiated. What? Maher's shoulders slightly green as Alex just taps him with the fucking uh, bug radioactive hand. Only Duncan can see this, by the way. <laughs> I know, that's why he did that. <laughs> he's, assuming, he's assuming it. it's like... Uh, it just lingers. Yeah, it lingers. It's a handprint. I don't know why you didn't... Here's what I don't to make sure. I don't know why you didn't just slap him on the ass. It would have been funnier. So it does. Wait, that's actually radioactive? He thinks it's magically radioactive. (laughs) He thinks it's radioactive! I don't think Duncan knows if they actually are radioactive or not. It's some sort of magic that I don't trust. I've seen it before, but I don't think it's a good sign. You see, that's something you lead with. I was like... (laughs) You said, I think. If you said you feel like we shouldn't trust the magic, then I listen to you. I (laughs) apologize. I told you to stop fucking with them. Alex is an emotional thinker, not a logical one. You're not my boss, actually. Well, Alicia wants me to bring one back. Duncan probably also ascribes to the idea that pure energy isn't always a good thing. Luke out here just fucking like, I have plutonium. Yeah. Duncan's not very happy about that. Duncan's not very... Maybe we shouldn't trust just pure energy existing about. Um, and now he has two of them. But yes, uh, if you can't if you can get one, Alicia does want one. I want some yellow cake, dog. I don't got a container. I don't like the sound of that. No one calls it yellow cake. What? Anything. Yellow cake's the name of us. Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna hold on to this. Uh, You're just gonna hold on to one? Radioactive leftovers from uranium. You pick up a particularly, like, um. You really don't know that. It looks like a a, a more mature one because this one actually is not just one beetle. It looks like it's segmented, like a bunch of, uh, like a, almost like a millipede kind of look. Um, it's, it's, it's longer. It's pretty peaceful. It moves around you. It isn't really like bitey or anything like that. You can kind of hear it chitter a little bit. Um, I'm not and lie. it is. Every second that passes makes me think that you're wrong. It, it, it <laughs> covers him everywhere it walks in that fucking magic. That, by the way, has not gotten off of Maher yet either. Every time, it, like you, you, you brushed your hands off onto your shirt. It got onto your shirt. It's still a little bit on your hands. It just kind of spread it around. Uh, it's like a child. Your, like a t- your t-shirt is an hand sanitizer. It's like a child would smell. What did the other one? I'm to have to get the whole party disinfected after this. It crawls up around his neck. <laughs> it's kind of cute. Me sitting here knowing that Luke has vials of acid, knowing that he doesn't want to waste the acid. Let's get absolutely aware of where, What does everyone want to do and where do they want to go? Make sure Alex doesn't fucking touch me. <laughs> I don't want to restrain Give me a hug. Come on, strangle me. They're gonna get on you if you do it. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Please. Come on. Please, <laughs> Please no one touch magical Penny patient zero. I got this, Chief. I'm gonna take the door. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna go to your mom. I mean, what motherfucking dead? It happens. Who are you talking about? Kenny. Oh, you're talking. You go to Kenny's mom. I am up in a grave. Kenny's. <laughs> Kenny's mom ain't dead. 
Teddy's mom ain't dead. No, she's not. Oh yeah, I forgot you fucked her. That's uh, that's a weird correlation. Anyways, where are we going? Duncan gets to make an initial decision because he has the light. So if everybody else doesn't want to follow him, that's a skill issue on their part. Where would Duncan like to go? I mean, to be fair, no information was said, but yeah, water would be a bad thing because fire sword. Yes. Yeah. Should we just go down the echo one then? That means it's mostly empty, isn't it? Or very long. Kenny says he that's knows fair. Probably the fastest. You guys all know how to swim, right? Does everybody know how to swim? Yeah, I do. Probably. Wait. I was in water polo. It's not like, like an ocean or anything, right? No. Uh, no, I'm okay. Technically a lake. Technically? Yeah. Uh, are, we, are we submerging? We're going underwater. <sighs> I don't know if the bug can do water. <laughs> fucking leave it here, then! Get it on the way back. <laughs> I was not playing with bugs. Are we coming back this way? Oh. Well, the cars are up here, so probably. Alex is fucking glowing green. <laughs> I want to be downstream of him. He gets to go last. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, if you guys head down the... If, that, like, goes to a water supply. <laughs> if you guys go down, um, you'll, you'll eventually get to what looks like the start of the water. Um, fortunately... Whoever is in front, um, especially if Duncan is able to like move uh, the sword a little bit. I'd say it'd probably be Kenny. Probably be Kenny. Okay, so Kenny. Do you know, based on how this um, how this is set up in this entrance specifically, that uh, the moment you put your head under the water, because the water only goes about like three foot deep. If you crouch down and you put your head under the water, you can see. Kind of what looks like light, almost immediately. It, it's only a couple feet. It would only take maybe a couple seconds of holding your breath uh, to get through uh, what looks to be an opening to the inside of the building. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't actually take many skill issues for anybody, but Can it you would. Just casually strut, no, no, they're not saying a word. Just going. Just going. Willie's gonna follow him. <laughs> Strange guy you guys just met just goes right into the water, crouches down, and fucking. Walks, walks away. I mean, he already looked sus, so now I know he's a cryptid. Yeah. That's all we do. Like walking in the fucking lake. (laughs) Oh, give me the big (laughs) balls. I have, I have fucking seen that. Um, it will, it will extinguish Duncan's sword. And your bug friend floats on the top of the water. Is it dead? No, it just floats on top of the water. Cool. Drag him. It'll, it'll wait for you. Kenny's I'll be stopping it. I'll be back. <laughs> Pops head out. Be I'm back. Sure I go before Oh, you him. know what? Actually, um, let's uh, let's have you flat roll. It's gonna be a flat luck roll. Who? Uh, Alex. Skill Why? issue. Skill issue. Skill yeah, issue. Ah, uh, ratio. Is that true? <laughs> Is that what you think? <laughs> Is that a, the plus one? <laughs> that would make it a mixed. Mm. Do what you want. So, on a mixed, that one can't come with you, even mm. though it is really cool. One of them is already kind of swimming in there. It looks like it's a little bit different from the rest of the other bugs. It's got a bit of a different evolution to it, but it's uh, <laughs> it's uh. also making that part of the water kind of green. Luckily, it seems like the the greenness doesn't move with the oh, water. Hang on. Hang on. I gotta think for a yeah. So there is a buddy. I, I... It's a different buddy though. Um... 
I don't know, I'm really good friends with them. <laughs> there are different evolutions to these weird fucking jewel oh, bugs. I come back and collect them. <laughs> there uh, you go. Please, no. oh, there you go. <laughs> Us swimming, Alex. Yoink. <laughs> You're gonna look like Doctor Oak in three years. The only person, the only person that I need to uh, have role uh, when getting under this water is Maher. Duncan's gonna be pissed when he sees Alex. It's related to that plus one hold, so I'm gonna say it's a plus cool. I do inform the other buddy to stay there for now. I'll be back for him. Okay, it waits for you. Twelve. Okay, Uh, on a twelve, you get through totally fine. Uh, and you're able to skirt past whatever was going to happen. Though you may feel that sense of foreboding in the middle of your shoulder blades. I collected buddy number two, Mike. You saw something in that fucking van. You know you saw something because it was the same kind of feeling when you saw Melody for the first time. You saw Cooper. <laughs> just sitting Hello. lurking. He wanted to drive. Him just trying to sleep in the fucking van he found in the forest. Cooper wanted He's to just take the- you wouldn't take the van for a drive for old times. So. What's the marching order? I don't know. How long is it? Kenny first. Willard. I want me to go last. I want you to go last. I try to get in before him. Okay. All right. You do because Alex is currently trying to inform his buddy that he I'm going to say I'm gonna say Luke, Duncan, Ma, her Alex. Okay? Okay. Uh, All right. I also found my other buddy on my way. You guys enter into... Um, y- y'all got to hold your breath for a second. Um you guys, you guys enter into what's most definitely a dilapidated corridor. Um, metal plates uh, that were once pristine are now buckled in. Uh, some of them have fallen off the walls completely. <coughs> Others are barely standing up. There is water everywhere, but somehow a pocket of air has managed to stay within the area that you are at. So although the air is stale and it's musty, oh, so we're dead. Um, you, you guys are able to walk through it. Water's about, uh, I'd say ha- half a foot deep. Kenny's fine. I'm trying to ask this question, but no, I what's up? ask it. What does, the, what does the new bug look like? The what? The new bug, the one I collected on the way. Oh, it's got... You said there was one it's got, in there. It's got webbing in between its little legs, and it's got kind of large antenna that also have a little bit of a glow at the edges as it kind of just, like, moves around and senses its area. It almost looks like a crayfish. I don't like that. I don't like web beetle feet. Also, except for where I'm holding it, holding it. Does hmm? Duncan still see Alice as completely green? Yes. Remember, <laughs> yeah, it did not. It did not go away with the water. Because you just it's had my short. I think these things like me. This place is kind of large, so um, looking around may not be super viable. And Duncan, although you may be able to reignite your sword, you may not want to. Yeah. You, oxygen. Oxygen. So we gotta yeah. get out of here fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of time. Uh, fortunately, you don't have to go looking very long because there is the sound of uh, heavy clattering, um, some stomping footsteps, and mostly what sound like human um, noises of frustration All and right. anger. I grab the gun and I run at the noise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're gonna love this. Oh, um, check it out. <laughs> Okay, all right. What does it give you again? Uh, whenever I go somewhere by myself to check somewhere scary, that's actually not the one I was talking about. But if I go alone to someplace scary uh, by myself, I might get experience. What I am doing is what could go wrong is whenever I charge into immediate danger that I'm hedging my bets, hold two, I can okay. use it to inflict one harm, reduce someone's harm suffered by one, or take a plus two forward on an act under pressure. Okay, so it is up some stairs. 
it looks to be about two flights up. Does the bug Kenny, seem alarmed? Kenny is going to follow him. Willie's going to follow close behind and make sure he doesn't get fucked up for being stupid. Okay, I, I uh, will give you guys a wide distance so that you can still have your hold two. Nuh-uh, gobble rolls me, uh, me and Bugsy number two are going to follow. Gobble these okay. nuts. All right. Okay, so it sounds like everybody's going to go up. So I've missed the joke before. Duncan and Luke are going to look at each other real quick and look at the rest <laughs> of the group and then head up slowly. Okay. All right. Um, if there was more light in this area, because you can kind of tell based on acoustics exactly how big this place is, you're not exactly sure what's in it. Um, your best bets are the fact that, like, the stairs are kind of visible. Most of the light is coming from that room that you heard those noises in. Everything else, it's very, very fucking hard to see. Everything sounds like it's got water in it. Maher, you head up the stairs, and you're probably the first to see it, but you're also the first to hear it, which is this... It's a woman's voice, but it's it's garbled and hoarse and raw. But you can't. You can now start to pick out words that uh, they are saying, which is more just repeating. Just where the fuck is it? And it was here. And he fucking just if he fucking took it with him, in just like giant pieces of metal and debris being thrown and clattered against the wall. And do you make any attempt to like hide yourself or try to minimize your footsteps stop. or anything like that? Okay, cool. All right, you say stop. There's a whirl of motion as uh, you see someone in a, uh, a large kind of thick, not a lab coat for scientific purposes, but more of a protective kind of coat um, with large boots and uh, large green electrical gloves that go over the sleeves. Um, as you see somebody with a gas mask on pull up a, a large machine on the side of them and pull it up and activate it. And, uh, hmm. You're being detained. Roll me a plus tough. I'm good at that. He's got it. He's pretty okay. Uh-huh. He's strong. Yeah, he's very strong. That's a 14. No. 13. 13. Okay. It's probably the front of your face that's going to feel it instinctively. A large wash of fire comes out the front of this, uh, what kind of looked like a cannon, uh, as she picks it up and whirls it forward. Uh, and just the bare flame edges kind of like lick at the front of your face uh, and move across your chest. Um, but you are able to uh, avoid being caught on fire uh, as most of everything around her uh, that wasn't soaked in water begins to uh, smoke and kind of cause embers to go out. Luckily, a lot of stuff is covered in fire, so it's mostly just a large plume of smoke, and she definitely has a giant souped-up flamethrower. I am also covered in water. Um, I just got out of it, actually. That's fair. Maybe that um, maybe that helps. You're, you're a little bit drier. <laughs> At least your front is. That was warm. That would have sucked. Um, but she's got it active, like ready to go. Uh, and she clicks something in there. Uh, you, you don't know if, how big of a fuel tank it has. You don't know what it's got. But she kind of like clicks the flame just back a little bit. It's still on and it's still ready to go. And she clicks it back to where it's got that that little flame's edge uh, just in front of it. You can hear and you can smell a little bit of that gas. Uh, and she just kind of stands at the ready. It, it's dark as fuck in here, with the exception of maybe one uh, monitor that's online. Uh, and you can tell that everything is in disarray. 
and she just kind of like sizes you up for maybe two seconds which is about all you have to do or say anything before she's going to try and light you on fire again. Drop your weapon! <laughs> she's gonna, okay, she's, wow. she, she is going to uh, ignite it again. After this is probably when you guys are going to be available. Do you do anything to get away from this? No, I shoot at her. You're gonna shoot at her? Yeah. Okay, you might take the full brunt of this harm, but you could, uh, you know, use your holds. Roll kicks mass. Watch this. Baba boo you missed. Well, that's an experience. That is an experience. <laughs> Unfortunately, your gun was underwater. <laughs> yeah, so that's a thing. I'm going to say it jams, and there's that click, and then there's a large explosion of fire. It's mostly... Okay, so you, you didn't really dry off, because it was just a lick of flame. Um, bigger problem, you're covered in water. So almost immediately when that flame goes over you, you don't receive the burns from dry fire. You're steamed. Mostly your front. I will say, because you didn't have any clothes like over your face, that your face may have been dry, so it's mostly just kind of chapped a little bit. Maybe in the future, maybe you got a little bit of sunburn. Uh, everything else, though, you take two harm, uh, as you can feel yourself kind of getting, uh... Toasty. Toast? Not toasty. Boiled, almost. We'll make it one harm as I cover my face. Okay, there you go. That'll also cover a portion of your chest and neck as well. Your chest hair? Saved. Your arm hair? Close. Your arm hair? Burnt. Yeah, for the most part. I'm smooth. Um, you'll also need to take a second to pat yourself down. Just on your arms and legs. But uh, fortunately, uh, it's kind of hard to ignite wet clothing. <laughs> Smoky as shit, though. It's, 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 warm, it's also incredibly obscured in this area now, as most of everything that was wet is now smoking. Um, actually, that's a very good point. Where do you stay in the doorway? Well, no, I was walking in. You were walking in? But I wasn't walking very quickly. Like, I was approaching her. Okay. Everyone roll me sharp. No one's you can't roll me sharp, though. Sorry. I'm not small. Well, no, like, right now, you're kind of uh, busy. You got fired. No! <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. It's truly the worst day of my life. <laughs> Do we get experience if we fail? That's a great question. It depends, because this is more of a group roll. If any of you succeed, this is mostly a success. I'm just saying I was occupied with bug friend. You're occupied with bug friend. With bug D number two. Ten and thirteen. I'm the only one that failed. You get smoke in your eyes. Uh, (laughs) Right in his eyes. Right in his little baby eyes. He's got contacts in. This fucking sucks. (laughs) Oh. I want to know. Right in the glamour. So Evan's characters and Michael's characters see someone move within the shadows of the smoke and move out the door with a giant machine in their hands uh, and something underneath one of their arms as they go and they walk opposite the, re- the direction you guys came from into the darkness. Oh, fuck, it's a radiator. Kenny's fucked. It's, it looks like it's about the size of a fucking radiator. It's been waiting for you. This is your oh, destiny. From downtown. It looks like they are trying to make an escape. Luke, not again. Run. All right. 
Let's go. Duncan seeing Luke run. Oh no. So. Oh no, bro. What do uh, Willard and Kenny do? Are they just assessing the situation? Uh, they're probably going to go after the, the creature. Uh, okay, alright. So, most reasonable thing to do would probably be to find an escape. This person is not a reasonable person, though. Uh, so they are probably going to jump over the railing on the side and jump down into darkness. You're going to hear their feet hit the ground. Well, it sounds like a hard fucking metal thunk along with some footsteps. A little bit of a grunt uh, as they may have just like fucking almost shattered their leg, but they're, uh, they just leap right over the edge with that machine. Kenny's got this. Yeah. It's okay, he's only died from fall damage. Does any, um... I'm glad we got to bring this joke back. Ma- Maher and Alex, uh, you guys hear... I can tell you missed it. Maher and Alex, you guys hear that, uh, you s- Maher sees that the person that was in the room is now gone... And uh, Luke and Duncan, what do you do in response to? I'm gonna say Kenny is on the like the fence jumping out. Also, Kenny, um, it sounds like wherever they hit, they hit pretty fucking low, like way lower than two flights of stairs. Yeah, Kenny's feeling confident. Not yeah, sounds more relevant. He survived worse. Okay, all right. He lands on a radiator. What? Um, Son of a bitch. So basically, my question is, do you want to pursue this person? Luke does. If you give me one good act under pressure roll, Luke, I'll let you get uh, almost all the way there. Same time as Kenny. Kenny's a bit of a beast. Kenny as well. Um, I'm, a, I'm assuming tough is anything. Tough, to this is a big-ass leap, but yeah, like this is more to stick the landing. That's a lot of Kenny. Okay, then Kenny will make it. Uh, do you want to land close to... Or, like, right next to, because this person is landing in what sounds kind of like a drop. So you don't have to land exactly near them. You could land close to them, but not be at the same elevation. Close to them. Close to them, but not at the same elevation. Okay. All right. Where does Luke want to land? Right on top. Or, uh, uh, what's your role, actually? Eight. Okay. I'm going to make your choice for you, then. <laughs> uh, so, two things are going to happen. Kenny? You're going to be able to get to the outside of what you recognize is a giant hole in the ground uh, right around the same time that you're going to hear it start making noise. Luke, you get to as close to this person as possible. And they don't have enough time. They don't have enough time to activate the flamethrower in time for you to do one other thing. So I'm going to let you do that one other thing. Uh, however, there is a giant shifting sound within the building that creaks. It could be a structural kind of creak. It more or less sounds like something activating without a motor. Or not activating without a motor, but a motor activating without the rest of its component parts. Luke specifically can hear pieces shifting around him as broken bits of metal try to move in clockwise and counterclockwise rows, like a tunnel that goes up into the air. Uh, And you can tell that uh, the ground is also shifting underneath you as you can see sparks of electricity that bounce from open panels back and forth inside of this giant broken cylinder that looks like it's been carved out from the inside but still the components that used to move whatever was in it still move. And Duncan can see a dangerous amount of energy gathering, the same kind of energy that was from those bugs, gathering on the edges and spilling down and into uh, what looks to be a giant pit. 
Uh, Luke, I'm going to give you one chance to do something. Kenny, you're on the outside of this. You see Luke is down there. You can see that this woman is down there with the flamethrower. You also notice uh, what is the remains of definitely the container for the Pit of Damocles begin to activate. Although it is not activating with the creature it had inside of it, there's no telling what that amount of stored up energy could do, especially if those bugs have still been down there. And if that energy hasn't been leaking, it's just been collecting. Duncan's perspective, you can see just a a fuck ton of that energy just moving in and around. Where it was covering Alex in little bits and pieces, this kind of fills itself like a plasmic kind of ocean. It's already engulfed both uh, the person at the bottom and your brother. 